Welcome back to Coop Talk, or welcome if it's your first time. I'm Caitlin and I'm here with Isabella and Miles. And today we're going to be talking about Kelly Slater. Um, and let's ride the wave on right into it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> excuse the wheeze. I'll pass that. Miles, how's it going today? Excuse the wheeze? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Kelly Slater, so we're going to be going over the trials and tribulations of Kelly Slater, who is widely regarded as the greatest of all time in the world of surfing. I would say competitively, because there are people who rival him in terms of surfing ability, and they may be free surfers, but in the competitive sphere, in the WSL, in the ASP, Kelly Slater is the man. WSL so, being World Surf League. World Surf League for those. ASL being American Sign Language. <laughs> <laughs> did I say ASL? Maybe you didn't. Maybe you did. It's ASP. The ASP. W Fun fact, the WSL used to be the ASP, which was the Association of Surfing Professionals. Oh. Yeah, then they went to World Surfing League, which is. Right. That changed in 2014 at the end of 2014. Oh, wow. That, that we, was not too long ago. Not too long ago at all. We've already got fun facts. How fun. Just, yeah. How fun. That was a fact and it was we fun. We got fun facts coming at us like waves. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you need to expand your repertoire. <laughs> all I can do is waves. <laughs> okay, first get, thing. No, wait, 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 wait. I'm getting barreled by fun facts. Oh. Hey, that, was, that was pretty good. That was pretty good, yeah. It's okay. getting better. Okay. Okay, Sorry. first thing about Kelly Slater is that, drum roll, please. His name is actually Robert. What? <laughs> Wait, how did I not know that? Robert Slater? Robert. Robert, his middle name is Kelly, and his last name is Slater. Robert Slater sounds like an author or like a, what? I don't know, like a college professor. It's so Not official. Kelly's like, yeah, man, I surf, bro, ride the wave. Yeah, it's relaxed. It's, yeah, it's Harold, a real... yes. Robert, on the other hand. <laughs> Robert is like an English person. That's like mm -hmm. Robert Slater, you know. Kelly's like, <laughs> Ke Kelly's, I can't do Australian. Kelly. <laughs> Kelly. He's not Australian, though. I know, but it's more Australian. Okay. Actually, I didn't know that. I mean, maybe no. I did. I don't know. I don't know anything. He's American. This is Kook Talk. Well, folks. that's a great that's a great segue because Kelly Slater grew up in Cocoa Beach, Florida. Of all places, he grew up in Cocoa Beach, Florida. Wow. Of course. Yes, so, you heard me right. An eleven-time world champion grew up in Cocoa Beach. Florida. Why is that a big deal? Why because Florida has terrible waves, like really bad waves. And so for the beginning of his life, Kelly was not at all exposed to waves over hmm. the size of like five feet. Wow. So, and so Florida's always got onshore wind, which is bad because it mushes the waves up. And it was, it's just always jumbled and not like a good training ground for a professional surfer so other professional surfers like you know mcfanning and 
Joel Parkinson and Kalohan Dino, all those people, they grew they grow up in places that are highly highly I'm good <laughs> for, <laughs> for, for 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 surfing. So, but when Kelly, say, when you say highly good, you mean high waves. <laughs> that's not even a pun. That's just me saying high yeah, waves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. High waves. Yes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But Kelly, on the other hand, was just a Florida boy, and he surfed all the time, but uh, it's not an ideal place for an 11-time world champ to grow. But apparently it is, because he proved everyone wrong. Yeah, maybe anyway, it's a secret. Sounds like an underdog to me, and who doesn't yeah. love an underdog? That's what I'm holding on to. I can't wait until I get 16 world titles and they're all like how do you come from the great lakes <laughs> that'll be a story <laughs> i'm still holding on to that one um so at the age of eight his dad started teaching him how to make bullets just like they would they would make bullets and they would sell bullets in his bait shop because his dad owned a bait shop on the on the ocean and on so the ocean eight, on the ocean yeah so at the age, at the age of eight, Kelly was learning how to make bullets. I have a question. Did he okay. always go by Kelly, or was he like Robbie, little little Robbie, he, little Slater, little Bob? I, when he was when he was young, he went by Robert, and I'm not sure when he switched to Kelly. Interesting. That would be an interesting thing to find out. But I think it was when he started to get like bigger like when people started realizing that he was a big deal and then like he switched it but it must have been at an age where he would have been conscious of the name Robert <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> I mean when you think about like celebrities too a lot of actors actresses like change their name because it sounds yeah. better so it works I, I mean, wonder I wonder if he would have had the same success if his name was Robert Probably. No, I mean, yeah, I of mean, course he would have had the same success because he's the same person. They're like, oh, names. <laughs> they're like, oh, that guy who just won 16, wait, was it 11? 11, 11 world title? Yeah, that guy, Robert? Yeah, we don't care about him. He's we not a good surfer. <laughs> I mean, he won 11 world titles, but like, nah. His name's like Robert, Robert, so he's not a valid human being. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, so he didn't like making bullets, and that was his his father was like okay i guess we're not making bullets anymore so his oh. next whatever whatever little robbie says <laughs> whatever little bob wants he gets <laughs> no um, bullets so then his next drive the next thing that he wanted to be was a ventriloquist <laughs> oh, wow yeah that's a name robert slater oh, oh my like, god that's so right <laughs> That's Robert crazy. Slater. I think I been, think actually <laughs> secretly, if you look up Robert Slater, I think you find like the best what eleven year old ventriloquist you've ever seen. For sure. And that's why he changed his name because he yeah. couldn't be connected to that persona anymore. Mm -hmm. Conspiracy. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> Conspiracy. <laughs> he he always said he got his competitive edge from his mom. Um, his mom was just a competitive person, and she drove him to be the insanely competitive person that he is now. Mm -hmm. And he always said that his brother, Sean, 
drove him to be the best surfer, not competitor, because he still says that his brother Sean is the best surfer that he's ever seen. So that's sweet because Sean's definitely not the best surfer that he's ever seen. (laughs) Yeah. Where are your 11 world titles, Sean? (laughs) Yeah, what? (laughs) He knew he was going to be a surfer at eight. So all this ventriloquist stuff and, and bullet stuff was before the age of eight. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. That's a lot. That's a big yeah. accomplishment for an eight yeah. year old. So he was, he already, he already knew he wanted to be a ventriloquist at the age of like, I don't know, six. <laughs> I had no idea what I wanted to do when I was six. Like, I, could, I probably couldn't even say the word ventriloquist when I was six. <laughs> I don't even think I know what I want to do now. Like, what's going on? Yeah, Ke- Kelly's always driven. He's always been driven. When, <laughs> when he was twelve, they didn't have any money, so his his dad and his whole family grew up pretty poor. Well, um, Rob ruined he- the bullet making business. <laughs> yeah, it's his fault. <laughs> I know they. That he was going to fall back on the bullet-making business, but <laughs> Robbie was, <laughs> was over it. <laughs> he went in, how do you say, <laughs> placed, he bought a raffle ticket, right, that's how you say it. <laughs> bought a raffle ticket. How else would um, he say that? <laughs> the raffle ticket was bought by him. <laughs> um, uh, he bought a raffle ticket to, for a flight to Hawaii. Whoa. And that was like his big thing. And he won the raffle ticket to go to Hawaii. So talk about like a turn of events that could have changed literally everything, you know? Cause if he hadn't yeah. had exposure when he was young to Hawaii, he could have just stayed in Florida until he was, I don't know, much older. Um, and because Hawaii is the place where you go to, like, establish yourself as a professional surfer. So he went to Hawaii at the age of 12. And he, he remembers, he always talks about how the, when, he, when he heard Caitlin. Wait a second. He bought, <laughs> he bought a raffle ticket at the age of 12? Yeah. And, and on a no, well, Hawaii? His, his dad, obviously with the help of his dad. Because okay, the raffle okay. ticket wasn't, wasn't much. Okay. And then his dad went with him. With that his makes brother. sense. With right. Sean, yes. the greatest surfer of all time. Sean, the, actu- the actual the actual. Forget Kelly. All about Sean. Okay, so he he always says that he when he found out that he could was going to go to Hawaii, he cried. So that's sweet, Kelly. Well, yeah, that's that sweet, sweet, Robert. Robert. <laughs> if I meet uh. Kelly Slater, I'm calling him Robert. That's a good if point. If I like, if I like walk up to him and sh- yeah, exactly. And shake his hand. I'll be like, hello, Hi, Robert. Robert. <laughs> you should tell him, he'll be like, how do you know? And you'll be like, well, I was the ventriloquist dummy when you were, <laughs> when you were six. <laughs> you know, the hand that you were using to move the mouth, that was my mouth. No, this is, I think we're onto something. Yes. I think this you, is actually yeah. why he wasn't a ventriloquist. Mm-hmm. Because it was you? Yep. <laughs> I don't even know. Okay, please tell okay. us about Hawaii. So he went to Hawaii and he got a lot of coverage because when you surf in Hawaii, all the filmers are on the beach. That's the hot spot of surfing. And so he sort of 
blasted onto the scene of surfing. And then he had a name for himself when he went back to Florida and started. <laughs> was it Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that might have been when it was. Yeah, makes but sense. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> so he made a name for himself in Hawaii and now everyone knew him when he went back to Florida. And because everyone knew him, he could get into the big events in Florida easily because everyone was like, oh, that's Kelly Slater. That was that kid who was ripping in Hawaii. Or Robert at the time. Robert. <laughs> we don't know. Robert. So that's, it's, I just think it's crazy that he won the raffle ticket to Hawaii and that's pretty much what lifted his career. Like that's yeah. what got him on his feet. So anyway, he, before he decided to go pro, to go to the professional status of surfer, he decided to finish high school. Good for him. And then when he finished high school, he started, he became professional, but he always said that Mark Cunningham just, Mark Cunningham is a professional, like he's, he's the world champion, I don't know, so many times world champion bodyboarder. For those of you who don't know, bodyboarding is surfing, but with your body. For all you kooks like, out there. For all you kooks. So guys just like paddle. And people do this at a pipeline, at 12-foot pipeline. They just swim into the wave, and then they just fall. They just tumble, and the ride's like two seconds. But people get a kick out of it. I don't know. It's crazy. I've seen that. It looks so anyway, painful. Yeah, it's terrifying. I've only like, bodyboarded in like small waves. I feel like if you bodyboard like, like Mike Cunningham, for example, your probably your entire body just becomes like one big callus. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were gonna say bruise, but oh, that too. That too. It just becomes all of the bad things. Oh no. <laughs> Mark Cunningham was like the guy who said that it's more important to be educated. Hmm. So Kelly was like, "Yeah, Mark." Wait, I thought you said Mike. It's Mark. It's Mark. 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 Yeah, Mike. Mark. Yeah Mark. yeah, Mark. Gotta get good marks in oh, no. school. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Thank you for the round of applause. That was good. It was better than the second wave one. <laughs> and probably <laughs> the many more. So far. <laughs> yeah. The more wave ones to come. Um, he, he always said that he knew he was going to win more than one world title. So Robert oh. was a little cocky. Oh, Robert. What's up with that, Robert? Not a good look, Robert. I know. <laughs> it's terrible. I mean, um, but he did, so. He did. He knew what was going to happen. At least the education. Yeah, at least. What? Yeah, he wasn't like, <laughs> I will win 11 world titles. <laughs> well, after the, after the defeat of not becoming a ventriloquist, he probably just had... You he need a little confidence. Yeah. yeah. So he, he knew what life was all about after that. Right, right, right. Okay, so he went back to Florida. Shocker. And, yeah. He had to go home eventually. He should have stayed in Hawaii, but his dad was like, no. I like the way you say Hawaii. Place. What? Oh, How do I say Hawaii? Do it. Hawaii? Hawaii. It has the little, like, thing Hawaii. between eyes. Because he's like ancient, he, his ancestors are the from the Pacific. Yep. Tamate Wakanene. 
was my great 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 grandfather (laughs) (laughs) and that's why and what he passed down to you is that you say hawaii like say it again hawaii nice there you go that was not as subtle though that right. wasn't. I, usually, if, if I'm like rolling it together, I'll just be like Hawaii. No, no, now I can't say no, it. No, you don't slowly. do it. Just forget about it. <laughs> Hawaii. We're in Florida anyway. Yes. Yeah, we're in Florida. Okay. So he, I forgot to mention that he started surfing when he was five years old. Oh, all right. That's way back okay. though. Back when he was still <laughs> So he started surfing when he was five years old. Just. For, for the record. By the age of 10, he was winning age division titles on the East Coast. And then in 1984, he won the junior championship. And for those of you who don't know, the junior championship is how you get onto the world qualifying series. So the, the world junior championships is one way to establish a position on the world qualifying series. You can do that and then you get like an easy ticket in or you can like pay a fee and then you're in the contest. So like we've talked about this, Isabella, in theory, you two could just rock up and be (laughs) (laughs) if we pay the fee. Um, Fun. I think that'll be my first time surfing. I think that's exactly what you should do. On the QS. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be like, who are these kooks? And then I'll finally live up to my name. I think you already live up to it now. Ah, well. (laughs) Thanks, I think. (laughs) I think you're waving uh, to your Nope. I'm sorry. You think you you like to make fun of my puns, but I'm telling you, it's not as easy as it looks. So? You just, that was just proven to me. Don't you see now? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Florida, we're in Florida. We're in Florida. So he he was winning all of the East Coast, everything on the East Coast he would go to because his his dad would get up a little bit of money because his dad was starting to realize that he was the man, like Kelly was going to be the next big thing, especially after his Hawaii visit. So then he went to as many of the contests that he could afford to go to, and he won all of them. He was just an amazing competitor and an amazing surfer. So he qualified for the championship tour at age 18. Yes, you heard me right. Age 18. (laughs) Wow. His first, he was very, very hyped. Like all the surf media were like, this guy is, this guy's the next guy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so his first year on tour, he finished 90th place. 90th place <laughs> because there were that there's a lot of people how many yeah. people were there do you know on on tour at that time i think there were like 120 okay. like in it was in the hundreds it was a lot bigger than it was today okay wait, wait, wait this is qs no this is he this is when he qualified for the championship tour oh i was thinking this was still qs and i was like no There's no way that it's smaller than 120 people today. The the QS has like a thousand people today. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay, he was on CT. Yes. Okay. And so the first, and so the the world championship tour at that time had 
in the hundreds okay men wow and women less women i think um anyway 90th place the first year the media was like this guy sucks <laughs> and then <laughs> and then the second year he got 43rd place that's a big um, jump yeah very big jump which kind of silenced the media they were like oh maybe it was just initial pressure and then uh there was a lot of doubt in the media that he couldn't surf big waves at all because he was a floridian like i mentioned earlier in response to that he was in hawaii and he rocked up to a 40-foot waimea and waimea but bay is a iconic surf spot it's like the big wave surf spot of big wave surf spots so it only breaks on really big swells and it only breaks when it's like 40 feet 40 that's, plus that's pretty swell if you know what i'm saying <laughs> Half of our audience is just here for Caitlin's puns at this point. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, everyone, everyone who's still listening is like, please say another pun. <laughs> another pun. Yes. Okay, so Kelly was like, I hate the media saying that I can't do things. And so he runs. <laughs> That's a direct over quote. That's a direct quote. <laughs> a direct quote. Yes. Kelly, what do you have to say for yourself? I hate when the media tells me I can't do things. <laughs> So he runs over, obviously not runs, dr probably drives over to Waimea Bay and paddles out and, and surfs 45 foot waves easily. And it was the first time he had surfed anything like that. He had no training. He just rocked up and did it. And it was amazing. Um, and so the critics were like, oh gosh. He rocked up and did it. <laughs> and it was amazing. <laughs> The critics, direct quote, oh, God. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's every news headline after that day. Oh, gosh. The O drawn out. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, gosh, colon. Kelly Slater rocks it up and I don't even know what he said. And rips rocks it out. Rocks up and does it. <laughs> rocks up and does it. <laughs> I don't like it when the media tells me I can't do stuff. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, Slater. Kelly, Kelly Slater responds. <laughs> I oh, up gosh. <laughs> Every person in the world, from kooks to experts. Oh, gosh. <laughs> in unison. <laughs> yes, all at once. But can you imagine that? Can you imagine you've never surfed 45 foot waves before and you just run up to the beach and surf them? And that's what he did. Just it would have to be scary. It. Yeah. it blows my mind. It would have to be scary. Yeah. I mean, with no training? Like Zero training. Usually people who surf those types of waves do like breath holding yeah. exercises just Water to make sure that they- Safety stuff? Yeah, exactly. And huh. he did none of it. He just was really mad that the critics were like, you can't surf big waves. And I mean, it's, so, back, it's back to the competitive nature, I think. True. Yes, Definitely. yeah, for sure. That he got yeah. from his mom. So really, his mom was his water safety training. Yeah. <laughs> his strong will to live and Direct quote from Kelly My mom is my water safety. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh. Um, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. I said it. I said it. <laughs> that was good.
That was intentional, right? No. Yes, oh. of course. Of course it was intentional. What? See, those last listeners just turned it off. <laughs> they're, they're gone. Everybody's gone. It's just us. Honestly, it is probably just us. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so let, let me just recap. 90th place the first year he was, he was on. 43rd place the second year was on. The third time he was on tour, the third year, he won the world title. The third year. Whoa. Wow. And he was 20 years old. That's insane. The youngest person ever to win the world title, and he won it at Pipeline, which is a very, 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 very big wave. And so he still hmm. was just silencing those critics who said, oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All those critics. So in that year, he got three podium finishes and won the Pipe Masters and won France. And so he just, he went from third, he went from 43 to just dominating the entire world tour. Mm. He was the youngest ever to win the world title, like I already said. In 1993, so after that, people were like, oh, this guy's going to just go on and win the rest of the tour as long as it exists direct quote from the media again <laughs> <laughs> what happened oh i'm, I'm on the edge of my seat <laughs> um so the media was like he's he's this is the guy he's just not gonna lose anymore and then in 1993 he finished sixth and he was very oh. sad about it but sixth is still pretty good yeah it's okay robert robert <laughs> at this point he's definitely kelly yeah, oh, yeah. Sure. he's absolutely Kelly. So then he comes back the next year and he wins the world title. This is in 1994. So which time he, is this? This is the second time or more than that? This is but the he, second time. Second time? Okay. Then he goes back to Florida and he chills out for the off break. And then he comes out, he comes back for the next year and he wins the world title. So this is number three. And now the critics are like, oh, gosh. <laughs> this is like the biggest oh, gosh of all time. But no, it's not because they say the bigger oh, gosh next year when he wins the world title again. For the fourth then, time. For the fourth time. And then he goes back to Florida and chills out for the off season. And then he comes back. And for this season, he also wins the world title. That, oh that was so, so he won it four years in a row. Four wow. years in a row. Wow. Yeah. So that was, that takes us, that brings us to 1998. And that's where we're going to stop the Kelly Slater. Uh, that's where we're going to pause the Kelly Slater. Discourse. Uh, right. Yes. <laughs> um, Banta. A little, a little sneak peek to get all you, all you millions of listeners out there to come back for the next podcast is A. He took some time off the championship tour after 1998. And B, he starred in Baywatch. Really? Wait, what? <laughs> no way. I don't know. You'll have, you'll have to come back next time to find out. I'm definitely intrigued. Indeed you are. So, Do you have any questions? Questions. I don't know about questions, but I will say there has to be something special about Florida. Because if there's one thing that I noticed in between all of that winning the world titles, it was that he chilled out for the off season in Florida. So something yep. was going on. He was doing yeah. something right. Mm -hmm. And he still has a residence there. He still owns a house in Cocoa Beach, Florida. So this could be the, 
I mean, I don't know why other people haven't bred surfers in Florida. But. Um, Fountain of Youth, maybe? That's all I'm saying. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Cocoa Fountain Beach. Surf youth. <laughs> I think you just unveiled the location of it. It's the Cocoa second. Beach, Florida. Second conspiracy of the of the podcast today. We're just yes, so many conspiracies. This is no longer coop talk. <laughs> yeah, it's conspiracy talk. <laughs> oh, so yeah, Florida has only ever produced one other guy to win a world title, and that's C.J. Hobgood. Um, C.J. Hobgood just had one world title. Hopgood from Florida. Just one lane. Was it, it was, it must have been that one year that Kelly Slater got sixth. Yeah. No. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not sure when, I'm not sure when he won his world title. He but won the Hopgood after the only time that he chilled out in Florida for the off season. That's it. <gasps> Connections. Bum, bum, bum. And on that note. <laughs> Screams. But uh, this, the Hopgood. Oh, never mind. The Hobgood brothers are our material for another episode because they have this whole big thing. So yeah, this has been Kook Talk, episode two. Kelly part Slater. One. Yeah. Part one of Kelly Slater's life and some cool facts in there. Come back next time for part two. You better. <laughs> you better. Or Robert the ventriloquist will come to your house. He will haunt you. <laughs> so just remember that. Signing off. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>